everybody. You're listening to What's Your Number? The chronicles of two well-traveled women as told through sexual experiences. I'm Olivia and I'm in Barcelona. And I'm Mariah recording from Boston. This is the podcast where we tell each other the story of every person we've ever slept with, starting with number one. So, right. This is another day, another dollar. Another day, another (laughs) dollar. These podcasting gals, podcast hoes. Um, Although we're doing something a little different today, um, because we're talking about not having sex. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about not having sex. I mean, it is something that from time to time you and I have done in our lives. Yeah, Um, it's not what we'd say like is our mo. But it, it's not our ammo. It does happen. No, it's happened. Yeah, quite. A it's few. happened a fair amount of times. I would times, say, like, yeah. probably for every time that we've had sex, there's probably a swing and a miss, wouldn't you say? Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I'm not sure what my batting What's average the ratio? is. Yeah, that'd be like batting maybe 500. not quite one for one, but um, yeah, yeah, maybe like a little less than that. Yeah, well, so there's there's the swings and the misses, you know, which are which are ample, and then there's also the times when I just dry up like a flower <laughs> in the fall, <laughs> and just don't talk to anyone, don't look at anyone. If people look at me, I'm like, no, you know, I just yeah, I kind yeah. of go through these. Yeah, I've gone through a few of those. I'm like. There's no these nothing here. There's just nothing here. Yeah, I haven't gone through a ton of those periods. Um, but yeah, I feel like, yeah, more like in recent years, it's been, I think, less of a priority. It's just like, it's for me, it's when I'm busy with other things. You yeah. know? Yeah. Um, it's not that I don't have sex, but it's just like, it's like less of a priority. For sure. You know? For sure, for sure. Well, right. But yeah. yeah. I think these times, um, well, I'll I'll talk about this one specifically. So I what yeah. this where this came from the idea to do an episode about this. It is I was going back through some photos to try and find something for our little dinky Insta post, of course. <laughs> and um, you know how iPhoto has things organized by the year. So I was looking for this specific photo. In 2016, I couldn't find it. I was like, this is so weird. Then I found it in 2017. And that's when I realized that I had confused like the year for my, in my mm-hmm. last episode. I had said that I had dated number 21 the summer I got back to Philly. But it was actually the next summer. So there's this mm. whole year that's like unaccounted for. So I was like, what was I doing during this time? I was just racking my brain. Like, I don't think I was not having any sex. I think I was maybe having some sex with number eight who was in Philly. Mm -hmm. I think Good old number eight. Good old number eight. Yeah, I think there might have been a few good old number what's 
Jim McCollisitz yeah. in there, you know, some repeats. Um, but I honestly don't really remember much detail on that. And then I also kind of, but as I was reflecting on it, then I was remembering that, yeah, I actually was dating quite a bit, but I was not having sex with with men that I was going on dates with until they kind of proved to me, oh my gosh, I just thought of another one. Another one just came to me. Anyways, until they <laughs> sort of made me feel like it was going to be worth my time. I think my uh, my emotional time <laughs> because I think mm-hmm. I was getting to a point in my life where I was realizing how truly not chill of a chill girl I was and how much sometimes yeah. these hookups actually just really would, you know, throw me off the tracks and just kind of fuck with me, you know? So I was just like, is this worth it for this kind of mediocre night, one night stand level sex to just be having kind of these really rough times? I also was in therapy. So I was working on myself, which is such a libido killer. (laughs) My mental health was super in the toilet. I think this is one of the most depressed anxious times of of my life as well. So yeah, I just think things were weird and I was at least conscious enough to be like, okay, maybe I should take this factor out. Um, Well, you're hot off the heels of uh, number 13, which was, as we talked about, a pretty toxic relationship. Yeah. um, With a lot of controlling, um, abusive elements to it. So. So yeah, yeah I, I mean, it kind of in from a narrative perspective, you know, mm-hmm. the, the Olivia character. I would expect her to <laughs> to go through some kind of like a need to regain her power and control mm. in like sexual relationships after having gone through all of that with thirteen. Yes, yes, and it's so interesting. I think this really was a lot about control for me, and. Um, you know, it just, it's one of those things where I think I had gotten into my head that I needed to play hard to get kind of in order to get guys mm. to like me in the way that I wanted to be liked, which, as I said in my last episode, was, you know, a short-term committed relationship. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. I couldn't commit to Philly. I was going through an exceeding amount of existential angst at this particular juncture. Mm -hmm. Um, Had no idea what I wanted to do with my life, but I knew that I wanted to be having intimacy, you know? So Mm -hmm. I was caught in this crosshairs and I was very lonely. And I think that I thought I could just hold out, you know, kind of withhold sex and make people fall in love with me, which is so sad. And also doesn't work, by the way. I mean, I think playing hard to get works. Um, Yeah, it does. Guys love being rejected. Totally. I just think I was doing it wrong. I think you need to play 
I'm just like, not that anyone should, you know, take this advice, but if yeah, you are, no, I mean, I'm not saying people should do that, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. It is weird when you are like in that headspace where you truly don't want to hook up with anybody and you're like, nope, you can kind of take it or leave it. Like people just love it. Yes. They just eat it up. Exactly. And, and, and withholding sex with people that you're dating um, does not make it seem like you don't care. It's, it makes it actually yeah. seem quite the opposite, which is the truth. Yeah. I mean, I'm just, I was just being like a Charlotte, you know, and on the inside, I'm a Carrie. So it, it just it yeah. didn't even make sense, you know, and it wasn't believable. And yeah, I think I was just, I such a glutton for punishment, you know, but God. I mean, maybe there's an element too that I think is kind of fair where like it gets exhausting allowing other people's energy into your body. I mean, I think we've talked about this recently on, you know, recent episodes Yeah, where it's, it's just, it gets tiring and maybe you just like didn't have the energy for it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it does get tiring. I think I know. I think I was really feeling like I needed to filter. I needed to filter, yeah. and as we'll see, because I'm going to tell a few stories of um, of Buckle these up. people I dated and didn't <laughs> didn't have sex with. It doesn't make them less juicy tales in some ways, but God, um, and yeah, I filtered these fuckers. I'm like, thank God, <laughs> you know, yeah. because I think I yeah. was also starting to feel like I was just a magnet for sort of trash humans, um, as demonstrated mm-hmm. by my relationship with number 13. So that was also a concern for sure. And I was just feeling like, okay, well, I've, I've got to, I've got to test these fuckers. You know, it's like, okay. But yeah. You don't really need to test people. You you just need to have a better, be a better judge of character and just next Just have standards. Have standards. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Well, I think that happens when you're kind of in your mid-20s. I mean, when you're in your early 20s, you're like, oh, whatever, you know, very trusting and very open and you want to try new things and you don't know like the, you know, the uh, the tropes of the men who are out there. Yeah, exactly. You haven't yet dated. <laughs> You're not all familiar. The men. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Like you don't know what something means when someone does this, and you're just kind of like learning by trial and error. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but I think then you hit a point where you're like, oh, I don't have to be open to every single person who comes by. I don't have to be nice. I don't have to be like, oh, well, there are some good things about this person. Yeah. Let me Let see me, what, what else is there. Even yeah. though I'm not attracted to him or I really like have nothing in common yeah. with him or something. Yeah. Right. Nothing in common. Well, there's exactly. always, you can always have something. I mean, there's always something. <laughs> we both have, uh, our favorite color is purple. Uh-huh. <laughs> We both have blue bedspreads, so. <laughs> yeah, I was actually just listening to the story of somebody who was telling me that when they were in college, they ran into somebody who like, who was wearing a shirt from their hometown and he was like, and I knew instantly we were going to have sex. <laughs> and I was like, really? <laughs> He's like, I knew right then and there that we were going to bone. <laughs> Man, if I'd boned every guy I saw walking around the world in a Rockin' Rudy's t-shirt, wow. Yeah. I'd have a few more numbers on this. 
Seriously. Yeah, I know. Sometimes you're just like, well, yeah, I, I had a, yeah, yeah. There's so much in commoners. They really get you. Oh, God. It's they rough. really get you. It's rough. It's the stuff of novels. Right. But anyways. Let's hear these stories. Okay. I'm excited. I had a couple, a couple of funny ones. <clears throat> so um, fall 2016, a dark time for our nation. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> Very dark time. Ooh, I feel like we're catching up to modern times almost. Yeah, yeah we're getting we, closer. We are. No, I'm. I think I'm officially in. You know, the, the home your stretch. frontal lobe is developed. My frontal yeah. lobe is developed. <laughs> yes, <laughs> almost. Yeah, yeah. It's really. It's really getting there. It's getting close. Um, yeah, I was commuting to New York every week at this time to do this legal interpreting program. Um, and I got back to Philly late one night and I was like too tired for public transit. So I decided to take a lift home and this very handsome, very friendly young guy in a black Buick pulls up and um, call him <laughs> Lewis, I guess. I don't know why. I don't even think he needs a name. Um, <laughs> yeah. Buick guy. Buick boy. And so I think the fact that it was a Buick makes it seem, I don't even know if it was a Buick. It may have been a Kia. What is a Buick? I have no idea. What does it look like? I mean, like, I only know, like, old Buicks. Yeah, right. No, I don't, was it a Buick? I have no idea. Like, I don't know anything about cars. I don't even know why I decided to add that detail. It may have been a Kia. It was, it looked like an Uber, you know? It was just like a black, like, shiny car. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Very, a standard a standard sedan. A standard sedan, exactly. And uh, get in there, and we're, he's just very, you know, outgoing and and definitely, like, kind of a people person or whatever, and he's just chatting me up, and I'm like, yeah, I'm just bone tired, man. I can't wait to get home, have a bath, have a glass of wine, and he's like, wow, you seem like you know how to live or something. And I was like, I do. And um, (laughs) we're like, we're flirting, you know. He drops me off at my place and um, I go inside. I pour that glass of wine from that box of Trader Joe's wine. (laughs) And I'm like... You pour yourself some two-buck chuck. (laughs) Pour myself some two-buck chuck. I'm just sitting there drinking a little wine. And I just open up the app again, the Lyft app. (laughs) And I'm just like... Because I just want to see, like, does it have his name? Does it have... I don't know. I'm just intrigued by this Lewis guy. And... What I see is that um, you can, there's this open field that where you can enter your phone number. Um, no, you can enter in a lost item. And I just said, oh, I just I've heard of this tactic. Send him. I've, I think I've told this story even on the podcast before. I've definitely told yeah. you. But yeah, I am like, hey, what about that glass of wine sometime or something? Oh, God, something like that. And I send off my phone number and I'm like, ooh. It was like immediately he texts back and he's like, sounds, glass of wine sounds mighty fine. Okay, we're in. I'm like, yes, Lewis, let's go. Okay. Um, right. So we go out, get that glass of wine. Uh, he's, oh. Yeah, yeah. Late that night? No, no, no. It, oh, okay. Like maybe like, like that weekend or something. Uh, the next weekend. I have no idea. 
Um, yeah, he's super nice, though. Yeah, he's from the area. Definitely, like, ambitious guy. He's got big plans. Uh, we have a fun time. He tells me I'm not the first, like, far from the first woman to ask him out this way. Whoa. <laughs> this is a thing. I thought I had invented it. No. <laughs> he's very <laughs> handsome. I should say, he's, this guy, like, he's a hottie. Uh, yeah, I was going to so. say, there must have been something about him beyond him just saying, you know how to live. Yeah, no, he's, like, super... Ripped a hottie. And like okay. beautiful, beautiful man. Yeah, yeah. And you know how how I I, I like him hot. I know that sounds a, it's a weird thing to say. I just you know I think this point in my life as well, I projected a lot of my insecurities onto how people I dated looked and was like, if I can date someone who's super hot, then maybe that means. I'm attractive mm-hmm. as well, you know. That was that was yeah a big thing for me. But anyways, yeah. So I guess we must have made out or something because I mean there was tension. We stayed in in touch, but obviously you know we didn't sleep together that night because mm-hmm. I'm not doing mm-hmm. that at this point. So he hits me up the next weekend and he's like in my neighborhood or something. I don't dropping know dropping someone off. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> He got a call. He's on a job. Completed a ride. Exactly. He's like, should I get offline? Are you around? And for some reason, I don't just tell him that I'm busy. Instead, I invite him to a party. I'm like, oh, I'm I'm hanging out with friends. You stop by if you want. It's really more of a gathering where I'm with a few friends. I don't think he'll come to this party when I invite him. But he doesn't know that it's this intimate gathering. I think I called it a party. And then when he got there, he was like, dude, this is not a party. Like, what is going on? I was like, I'm sorry. I didn't think he'd come. Um, yeah, but he shows up. It's super awkward. Number eight is there. Number 17 shows up later. Like, we're, Oh, my I, God. For me, three men in a room that I've slept with is too, too many. Like, I just... Yeah. It's a, lo- a little bit much for me. Far too many. Yeah, it's way, way too many. Especially, no, it sounds like a lot. Like, Especially this random Lyft driver that you just met. <laughs> exactly. Like, everyone's like, who is this guy? People are like, how did you two meet? And I'm like, um, <laughs> on an app. Yeah. <laughs> One that matches people with cars with people without cars. <laughs> so, yeah. so, like, what the fuck? Um, yeah. That night we do leave together. We go back to my house. But I still don't want to have sex. I'm like... Yeah, well, I mean, I do want to have sex, but I, I say I'm not going to. And he's kind of like, what is this? Like, you hit me up yeah. via lift. Like, what's going yeah. on? You invited me to a party with your friends. I went. I stayed. I stayed. Took you home. <laughs> and here we are. And now you're saying you don't want to have sex. Exactly. And I'm like... I actually say, and this is so embarrassing, like, this is truly so embarrassing, but I think I, we may have smoked weed or something because I it was definitely feeling stoned and emotional. I, I remember being just in a weird place, like weird mood mm-hmm. and kind mm-hmm. of like saying something to him like, I'm just tired of having sex with guys that never call or something like that. Ooh. So that's not attractive. You know, dark. That's, yeah. Ooh. That's 
that's not, you know, that's... Yeah, that's got some, like, desperate kind yeah. of undertones there. Yeah. Or, like, overtones, even. Overtones, yeah. Nothing nothing understated in that statement. Um, no, I just, are you fucking no. kidding me? Like, what is going yeah. on? Like, what is going on? Yeah, what you? do you do with that? Ooh, so he leaves sexually frustrated, Um but we make plans to hang out again. This guy's like, I've put in too much time. What? That. Yeah. The fuck? I know. He's like know. glutton for the punishment, huh? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> there is a version of the story where he did kind of like me, but yeah. I mean, I I don't know. <laughs> I'm sure he did. I'm sure he did. But like, <laughs> but why? Yeah. <laughs> well, no, no. I mean, not that. I'm sure he did. It just seems like, I don't know, he's not being that forward about, oh, well, let me take you out. Let me, you know, well, you know, he's just exactly. still like, let's hang out. Let me try one more time. You know, he's not like, okay, well, let me step up to the plate. Like, you're amazing. I want to show you that I care. You Ex- know? <laughs> Whatever. Exactly. Which Whatever is you are expecting. Obviously what I'm waiting for, right? So <laughs> he... he <laughs> invites me out again and I'm like okay this time I'm gonna do it third date rule when did I turn into such a basic bitch by the way like how like what Jesus the fuck is happening I don't know. to me this is not like me at all I don't, I don't know. know I think sometimes it's it's uh, an okay practice to just delay it yeah you know yeah no I definitely you know, it's an okay practice to do whatever I'm just like the third date rule like what am yeah, I Rachel? the rule yeah that's yeah weird. I yeah, just really I have no idea why I felt like I could tackle this with the third date rule. Like, there's just obviously so much going on here. Um, and I I don't know why I took refuge in this. It's almost, sometimes I wonder if being with such a much, like, sexist uh, person made me yeah. a little bit, you know, just took me a step back in my... <laughs> Otherwise, like unadulterated feminist uh, record, you know, feminist from some birth like, is the thing. But yeah, some like internalized <laughs> yeah. kind of sexism, yeah, to some degree, yeah, yeah. I, I can definitely see that. I think that yeah, it came up in a few areas, and of course, you know, he dumped me because I was I was a whore. So yeah, I was just gonna say he called you a whore. So yeah. So of course now you're gonna be like a little bit more cautious. That I mean, it makes it makes total sense. Yeah, yeah, but it, man, I took it too far. But anyways, well, yeah, obviously, right? So yeah, I get all dolled up. I curl my hair. I have this amazing outfit. I think it involved a cloak of some kind. I was getting latote <laughs> at this time, so my fits were on fire. Oh my god, the photos from this year. I looked amazing. <laughs> I, what I would you were getting do what at the time to have latote in Spain? You should have latote. One of us should. What is latote? Do it for both of us, baby. Oh my god, it's like a clothing rental service. It's like oh. very accessible, very accessible price point. They send you like new clothes. Mm, I definitely I should couldn't do that. afford it. But I was yeah. affording it anyways, so, you know. That sounds really nice. Yeah, I've been thinking about doing something like that. They don't but have it, just it so wasteful. Spain. It's incredibly wasteful. They don't have any? Nothing. No, not rent the runway. Not any, nothing. <laughs> oh, God, you poor deprived people. No, I'm just kidding. Seriously. Okay. Um, anyways, <laughs> sorry. Okay. Kill me now. A little digression yeah, there. But God, I just thought about this cloak and like how good I looked. And it was so, it was um, 
all to go to waste though. So I was at this friend's house and he's supposed to come pick me up and he's like running late. He's having a last drink with his buddy. He's running later. He's not going to make it. And I just lose my shit. Like I curse him out over the phone. Like, how dare you stand me up like this? You're such a piece of shit. And I tell him to stop (gasps) wasting my fucking time. Oh my God. And I'm guessing that was the end of that. Oh yeah, he stopped wasting my time for sure. <laughs> Holy shit. Whoa. Yeah. 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 All right. I mean, I stand by it to be honest. I mean, it was super rude. Yeah. But like that is rude. You know, also again, like hit this guy up over Lyft. I I feel like it's fair that his expectations were were different from, you know, uh, the short-term committed relationship that I was well, looking for. I don't know about that. I mean, you can still meet somebody through an app and through a, you know, something like that and still have expectation of a relationship if you guys vibe. Yeah. You know, like or still so. be like interested in finding a relationship. Yeah, um, I guess so. But it yeah, it just feels like it just kind of sounds like you're going into the situation with some baggage and it doesn't sound like you're really ready to, you know, be in a relationship. Yeah, yeah, like <laughs> just stay in therapy and stay the course, you know? Like fucking A. Stay the course. Um, yeah. I, yeah, I so I think I went out with another guy who I just remembered like during the intro to this to this podcast, but I I won't go into that. They're just like there was no chemistry, but he was nice. Um, then fast forward, winter two thousand seventeen, me too is at a boiling point. Okay, Ugh, this was a rough time. It was a rough time. Um, it was a rough time. I meet this guy over OkCupid, and uh, we go out. We have a nice As night. You do. He's like tall, dark, and handsome. He's foreign. I'm wet before I even sit down at our table. Obviously, I'm just like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Wait, did you what come? I like. Yeah, I like come from the peck on the cheek. <laughs> no, that'll come later. Um, <laughs> yeah, so we we're having a great time, and then at some point during the night, I. Realize I've left my keys inside my apartment. Oh fuck! And so we're walking around Center City. It's freezing. I'm trying to get a hold of my roommate to see if I'll be able to even get into my place when I go back to West Philly. And he's like, "Is this a move? <laughs> like, this is. I'm just 25, and I'm a fucking disaster. Is what this is? It's not a move. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. This sounds like this really fits the era. Yeah, absolutely. Like, God, I used to just. Lose so much shit. I used to be I know. such a tornado. Um, I used to be so bad. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I'm glad, glad that's that's over. We're standing, I mean, you know, to an extent. Did get home at 9 a.m. this morning. But anyways, <laughs> we're standing. We're so mature we're now. We're so mature. <laughs> so on top of our shit. We're standing on this empty street corner and all of a sudden, the first snowflakes of the year start coming down. And it's like this beautiful, you know, chicken feather snow, so romantic. We kiss, and the snow's like melting on our face. And it's like, oh, cinematic, you know? And wow. he's like, why don't you come back to my place? Like, no pressure. We can just sleep or whatever you want. But you don't have your keys. It's very cold. And, you know, I don't want to say goodbye, just sit. Like, Let's keep hanging out. So 
That's sweet. It's very sweet. I'm like, okay. So we go back to his place. We're <laughs> like so innocently like, okay, okay, are you my future husband? Yeah, exactly. I'm like, <laughs> hearts in my eyes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, yeah, we fool around, but I don't want to have sex. And he's like super respectful and, you know, yeah, super cute. Um, this was right before Christmas. So I go home to Missoula and the whole time I'm back we're texting and stuff and then when I'm back to Philly we decide to hang out again and it's kind of weird though like he doesn't seem to want to make a plan he's like well Mm -hmm. I'll hit you up when I'm done with X and I'm kind of like can we just set a time ugh I fucking hate that. It's so Pet peeve. obnoxious. So not It's like, give me the opportunity to like plan my fucking life a little bit. Yeah, like I'm just Guys, here yeah. waiting for you to maybe stop by. I hate when people do that. It drives me insane. No, it's it's so disrespectful and it's such a such a trope <laughs> of dating yeah. dudes, dating fuck boys. Um, and he's like, "Can I just swing by yours later?" And I just kind of feel like he's treating this like a booty call, which is weird because we haven't even fucked yet. Like, I'm gonna want yeah. some dinner, dude. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or like at the very least a drink or you know, Something. let's yeah, not you start just at your house. Stop by my house, like we are not yeah. there yet. I remember I told this yeah. story to a friend later. Well, I, yeah, and she was just saying how how stupid it is because they literally have to take you on, like, three dates before they totally can just stop by your house and that will be fine. Mm-hmm. Or like, okay, I just said the three-day rule again. <laughs> that, that was random. But, you know, they like, they really just have to, like, show up a couple times and, like, be normal. And then, then the booty calls can come, you know, and they will be well-received. Right. But you can't, the, yeah. you can't skip these steps. Um, it's just disrespectful. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah. okay, whatever. I'm just going to go to sleep. And when I wake up, I see that he did eventually call me. And, you know, the next morning I'm like. At like I, 11 p.m. Yeah, exactly. No, like like 12.03. Yeah. Like, curl you up. No. Uh, <laughs> so I'm like, sorry, I fell asleep. He's acting pissed, though. Like, I stood him up. And so... I just, you know, I summon my crystal clear communication from therapy, right? And I'm like, I'm sorry. I think I just didn't understand what your expectations were. In the future, I prefer just to set a time and place to meet, you know? (laughs) (laughs) And he's like... (laughs) It's funny how these things sound so, like, they make sense in, like, therapeutic setting. But when you actually, like, (laughs) verbatim text them to somebody, like, they sound pretty bitchy. (laughs) Totally, totally, totally. <laughs> that was my whole experience of therapy. Um, and he's like, he's like, it's okay. I'm just gonna fuck you really hard as punishment. <laughs> what? <laughs> Again, like you'd be into it if there was like more buildup and trust, and you know, if it's I like even knew your last name, like me. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like six months out from getting into like a, do- a dom sub dynamic with somebody. Like, of course I'm into it. Yeah. But dude, like, are you fucking kidding yeah. me? That's, and also yeah. at the height of me too, dude, this is like January, 2017. What are Ugh. we doing? Oh yeah. my God. I got, I didn't say anything. 
back. And then the next day, I think he texted and apologized and was like, I hope I you know, didn't make you feel weird that was, comment was out of line. And I was like, yeah, you made me feel really fucking weird. Like, <laughs> are you kidding me? Don't don't come at me with your like using your dick as punishment. Like, yeah, I was just too traumatized for this kind of shit at this point. Yeah, that's just a lot, though. I mean, it's yeah, again, super disrespectful. He's like looking at he's just very it's very objectifying of you. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of just scary. Like, like what is going on if you can't? Yeah, if you can't regulate. I don't know. I guess what I'm just trying to say is if you can't understand that that's inappropriate or that that would be crossing a line, then like what else do you not understand? Even though to be fair, we'd had this really cute night and maybe in a different place in my life, I would have given him another chance, but I'm not sure he really deserved it. I don't know. I don't know. What do you think? Mm, I feel like, I feel like he would have, it sounds like he would have been a douche at some point or another, honestly. Yeah. I'm not inherently saying that that's wrong to say, but it's just a little much for, yeah, I I kind of agree with what you're saying. Like just the lack of judgment about if that's appropriate or not to say. (sighs) Yeah, I also, I think if that paired with, um, like maybe if you guys had had a second date and it went super well and like during that date, you guys have been really flirty and you'd like told him you're into like dom sub or, you know, Something mm-hmm. like that, right? Right. Like maybe if that was the case. But like you got you like hadn't seen him since the first date and he was also being super flaky. And then you were like, you know, you said, I'm sorry for not texting you back, but then you also said, I need you to do this. And he didn't say, Oh, I'm sorry, I should have communicated better. Instead he said, I'm gonna punish you with my dick. Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> it oh, seems God. like he's not picking up on the social cues. <laughs> Like totally. he's he thinks it's like I don't know, yeah. It just reminds me of the guy from my last episode that was like, "I knew you were kinky." Like totally misreading the situation and just thinks that you are just like this thirsty hoe who just wants to like have you know wild kinky pornographic sex with like you know yeah just exactly. every guy out on the street ass. yeah yeah absolutely <laughs> yeah. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Which it's like, sure, but first you got to be respectful, you know? Yeah, because how how can you, you know, this is getting into a whole other thing, but you can't submit to somebody that you don't trust, you know? Yeah, it's kind exactly. Of the whole thing. Yep. So, 100%. yeah. 100%. Yeah, yeah. That's my, those are some of my stories of not having sex. There's actually another Lyft driver in there. And like a whole other, there's just a whole other weird cast of characters that I did not have sex with during this year. It's just fun. And that was the the other Lyft driver was story number three? No, actually that was a different one. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did it all go like roughly like that? No, they were all just super random. Like one of them I just had no chemistry with, even though he was like super nice and respectful. Mm, red flag, Olivia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're like, oh, you're nice. Yeah, you're and treating respectful. me well. Okay, you're, you're like going down on me. <laughs> oh, yeah, this is when I start having my rule too about that they have to make me come first. I'm like doing a lot. I'm <laughs> yeah. doing a lot at this point. 
Yeah. I remember that rule. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about that rule. I start having this orgasmic equality rule where I don't I don't make guys come until they make me come. Yeah. But and then you don't tell them that, right? Some people I did tell and <laughs> you know, didn't go over How well. How did they take that? Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't go over well. But I again, you know, I'm filtering people like crazy. <laughs> It kind of seems like you're um, trying to find something wrong with these guys in a way. I mean, not the last two stories you showed or you told, that makes perfect sense. But kind of, you know, with all that new information about the other role and stuff like that, it feels like you're, you know, you're you're really, you're really filtering to a fine um, level. Oh, yeah. I've got my sieve out and I'm just like, nope. (laughs) (laughs) Just seeing, seeing if your prince charming comes. Yeah, exactly. Comes through somewhere. Like, where is he? The perfect man. Oh my gosh! He'll uh, come. Well, that was that was definitely an entertaining round of stories. I'm glad we talked about that. I mean, you know, I think there are, as I've realized through you know many many stories of telling, of uh, you know the people we fucked or whatever. I feel like there are so many interesting stories in life that don't involve intercourse. Yep. Yep. It's true. It's true. So, yeah. They don't all make it make it into the podcast, but I think it's it's good to get a few a few in there sometimes. It is good. I mean, there's it, honestly like dating stories in themselves can be very interesting. It's a it's an interesting study in how humans communicate. God, is it? I I'm yeah, I'm fascinated by dating, honestly. I I'm almost mad that <laughs> I can't date now. <laughs> Not what am I trying to say? Yeah. I just feel like I would be so much better at it now than yeah. I ever have been after doing this podcast, honestly. And just yeah, doing more just thinking more about it and all the things that I did wrong. <laughs> I know. I feel that way too. And then I'm like, no, I'm kind of glad I'm not dating. Oh yeah. But also I'm so glad I'm not dating because it is a a waste of time. But (laughs) (laughs) I just think I would have a better attitude now than I have had in the past. Yeah. I would definitely do a lot of things better, but I feel like, yeah, it's just, it's nice to not have my time and energy going towards that anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Totally. Now I just have a boyfriend and put zero time and energy toward that. So, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm totally kidding. Oh, those relationships do need some maintenance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As you find out from time to time. Yeah, every <laughs> once in a while. <laughs> the check engine light comes on. Yeah. Exactly. All right. All right. Well, thanks so much. Thanks for listening, everyone. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to What's Your Number. This episode was produced by Olivia and Mariah. Music is by No Fancy. 
editing and mastering by Lightning the Cavern Works. You can learn more about us and check out our blog at whatsyournumberpod.com. And if you enjoyed what you heard today, leave us a review wherever podcasts are found and subscribe to hear about more sexcapades. <laughs>